coming. Here we go. Tango, Romeo, Lima. We have made it. Episode 9, Mitchy Winter. We're back in headquarters here for Tango, Romeo, Lima. Benny Maddock, how are you? Very good, mate. Good to be here again. And uh, look, episode 9, I remember you saying last week, we won't let you off the hook too early. Episode 10, you were going to throw some gear around to some of our listeners. Was that right? I, I did mention that. I haven't checked the cupboard to see what I have. It might be like a, an old rep jersey or pair of TRL pants or something. But yeah, we'll, we'll give something away. Everything's good. Is it going to be a matter of uh, you putting a post up or are they going to have to send a message in? How, how do they win this thing? It's it's one episode away. It's going to be happening next week. Yeah, I haven't decided. What do you reckon? Like first person to message in or like, you know, we want to get listeners. So, you know, whoever messages in first or the 10th caller in, I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe maybe a post, you just put it up at whatever time you want and uh, maybe the first one to come up with the correct answer, something that comes in. Uh, you put a post up, you you come up with whatever you want. You're probably going to make it too hard so you don't have to give away any gear. A code word. Yeah. <laughs> something along those lines. Keep your eyes peeled on the Facebook page. You might be getting some of well, Benny's gear. Might be Australian gear, Queensland gear, Sunny Coast gear, some uh, footies. Maybe you'll see what's in there. Yeah. I've got a Darren Lockyer signed footy, so maybe. I don't know. <laughs> there, I'm you not that away. <laughs> there you go. Now, uh, we're going to jump straight in to our immortal battle and we had another huge round I know I say it each week I keep listening back I say huge about 10 million times but it was actually a huge battle Gemma Collins versus Slivery Simo this one is still going we're recording this just as we're coming in to the end of our result here what is about two hours to go Benny on this one just under two hours and mate it's been super tight the whole week it's normally it's um you know one person's up for a while then the other one takes over but mate this one's just been neck and neck almost even the whole game, whole week. It was 299 each the other, uh, I think yesterday, and I, I popped it up on the Facebook uh, story. Uh, mate, as we stand, I think we've got uh, about 366 to 361. So, mate, anyone's game, I can't believe it. Yeah, I think Gemma had had the lead all week pretty much, and I saw, uh, saw Slippery Simo sharing it, uh, well, just before, just earlier. We've had about, what's that, 36 shares? Just about 40 shares on the post. 39. 39 shares. Not as many as last time. I think they had almost 60 last time. I think Gemma might have something in the tank here. Beck, though, I I don't know. Gemma, has she pulled her support too early? We've got four votes in it as you're looking at 367 to 363. So uh, Gemma's slightly behind. We've got two hours to run. I don't know. Beck might be coming home with a a wet sail here. She's she's finally uh, hit the lead. She might be running away with it. Gemma's probably got a few more people she can uh, ring up there, maybe a few family members. Surely. uh, Benny, you got any inside knowledge there on that on that run in there? No, no idea. But uh, we do know that both these girls get a late uh, late following. They might save those big votes till the end. So, mate, that that'll go. I think I reckon we'll get maybe it'll be over a thousand votes by the, the next two hours. I think because they always save the best to last. Watch that last hour. <laughs> last week we had some issues there with our. Uh, we've seen that these are real people voting, so we're going to keep checking here. We uh, we know that this one has not been tampered with. We had the controversy of last week have we found out anything there did you get any messages in of who's who's run uh, the king of the north he wasn't able to get through we had a nah no whistleblowers unfortunately we uh, well, we weren't going to say anything anyway but um, yeah no no one's texted in no one's owned up to it so mate it'll be a, a mystery only a, a few select people would know what actually happened that day I think yeah forever a mystery but uh, best of luck to Gemma Collins and Beck Simo who knows? We're going to be figuring this one out. When you guys, when we send this one out, will the podcast be coming out tomorrow? This one will be done. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be taking on Amanda Izza, the pizza. 
she's going to be taking on for the grand final there for the first ever women's immortal there. I um, I saw Amanda at, uh, at a touch competition on the weekend. I was down there watching my sister and um, yeah, she said that pizza name is really catching on. So it might be a new nickname for life. Who knows? Our show's changing lives. I'll tell you what, we're getting a few things through here. Mixed. Three men, three women. Everything seems to uh, take 88. I'm still waiting for that to come through. It'll be there. uh, We've got Gemma Collins and Slippery Simo. That's running very, very tight there. No one knows where that's going to go. Four votes in it. And we have Dwayne Hun versus Jaden Veve. Oh, you've done it again. VV. I'll just put put Jaden VV instead of VEA. I think there's something to it each time I look at it. I'm going, it's not as easy as I look. It doesn't look like it's spelled. But uh, Jaden VV, sorry, mate. And he's got a bit of a lead. He's uh, about double Dwayne at the moment. We've got 160 something there to about 90. Not too much in it there we know late swings uh, any inside guys there we've got the man from up north and we got the man from west yeah this one was uh, a lot smaller than I thought it would be um, Dwayne last last uh, vote he came in strong at the end again so I don't know if uh, a bit of uh, tactics that going on there Jaden last time had, had a much bigger back in as well so I don't know what's going on if it's, if it's tactics or if they're just over it or they um, they both don't want to take on Jazzy next week but mate uh, yeah so you'll, you'll see a few more votes coming in here but it's looking uh, all Jaden at the moment it's a bit of poker I think when they're coming in there they're almost holding their hand they're waiting to see if the votes change it is a bit of a well, a bit of an art that you can see how many votes are coming in so you can sort of pull the trigger when you need to but uh, as we have it Jaden looks like he's going to go through there unless Dwayne pulls something out of the bag and uh, the girls no one knows so uh, we'll have that there we're going to have our grand final next week for the immortal battle we're going to have our first ever men's immortal and our first ever women's immortal this needs to be I don't know we're we're going to need to crown our immortals at the uh, all the upcoming state champs next year. Get something really official done there. Maybe a king crown, a queen something. crown, a yeah. sash. Maybe uh, uh, maybe like a wall plaque or a trophy. Mitch's shout, of course. Something. Godfather, Prince, Eddie, Tommy. Get something done for the first ever immortals. We'll figure something out here because uh, it's not going to be bragging rights. Everyone's going to know that these are the first ever immortals. And it looks like we're going to be doing at least one a year the class of 2019 is going to be over we're not going to sneak any more immortals in this year it's been a hell of a battle but uh good luck to whoever takes on amanda Iza and jazzy next week that's our immortal battle done and dusted anything else there for the immortal battle the moment benny no mate looking forward to the grand final it should be massive good be the same same setup there it's going to be the same voting system we've got nothing special there Exactly the same, I believe, mate. I I haven't got any tricks up my sleeve unless you've got some uh, ideas. Yeah, well, we'll have a chat. We'll have a chat. It's probably going to be exactly the same. Now, uh, we're going to come in. You might have seen on Facebook there, we've got our video done, very well done, Benny Maddock there, from 10 to 6 for our top moments of TRL in 2019. You would have seen that on Facebook. Now we're going to cover our top five moments. So this is five, two, one. Now we'll jump straight in here, Benny. We've got Brisbane North number five yeah we uh, we thought we'd better chuck these guys in they had a uh, a really good state championships they took out the men um, sorry mixed cup and the mixed premier league so uh, I don't think anyone's ever done that one before so well done to Brizzy North uh, and mate they've, they've obviously uh, they've been a powerhouse this year of, of 2019 what, what else have they done this year yeah, well, we saw them come in. We're looking at the 30s grand final there. If you see the video, as we were saying, it's the first time we've had 30s coming into our rep tournament. And they had, well, the, the grand finals, both teams from Brisbane North again. So, 
Yeah. Do we put it to the King of the North? Was this uh, Jimmy LeBlanc coming over, a bit of a social scene? The culture is certainly back. You've awoken the sleeping giant, which is Brisbane North. Well, Watch out. They shouldn't be sleeping. They're, they're the biggest region in TRL. They've got the most teams. They've got the most nights. So it's about time they pulled their finger out and, uh, and started winning some comps. But, uh, yeah, I, I do put it a bit down to, to Jimmy LeBoyne. Um, he's, uh, he's been really good for them, organising every uh, thousand teams every season, um, putting together their, their uh, rep comps, uh, their, sorry, their rep teams. And uh, yeah, so big ups to, to Jimmy. I think he's a big part of that um, that success this this 2019 year. The Donald Trump of the North, they call him. Make North great again was his catch cry. Build that wall. He's walling off all different areas there of Brisbane and getting them to come into North. So the Donald Trump there slides into number five. Brisbane North, both mixed sides, the 30s. Brisbane North, the sleeping giant, is awoken in 2019. So that is our number five moment. Now, number four, this one here, not the first time we've seen it. But uh, Benny Maddock, you're a part of this one. You can cover this. Um, yeah, mate. Number four, we had the Queensland cl- clean sweep uh, at the State of Origin this year. Uh, all all trophies went to Queensland. That's the 30s, the mix, the men's, and the women's. Um, so poor old New South Wales didn't get anything. Uh, and yeah, so Queensland clean sweep. Now, I don't want to take too much off Queensland here, but uh, this one... The state of origin has always been played in Queensland and probably something we're going to cover a little bit later in the podcast, but I think it's a good time to come through here. Not to take anything off Queensland. Well done on the clean sleep. Yeah. Clean sleep. sleep. Clean sweep. Sorry about that. No, uh, I haven't had too many beers this week, I promise. Now uh, it's 12 o'clock. It's going 1 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> This one here, I, I reckon we could have a shout, or a fair shout, play this one down in New South Wales. Play the State of Origin down in New South Wales. When you would play it, you've got the New South Wales State Champs that's played in one day. I don't know whether that's changed, whether we've had some growth there. But could you play maybe the State of Origin, a standalone down in New South Wales, someone there? I know all the Queenslanders would be up for going down there and having a bit of a road trip or a flight down. Uh, or do you play it on the back end of a State Champs in New South Wales so they can... You know, play on the Saturday, come back on the Sunday and play, or maybe a Friday night, play the New South Wales team there. So pick it before their state champs. There's not too many to pick from, but there is a high quality there. What do you reckon? Is it time we take down the, the TRL state of origin down in New South Wales somewhere? Uh, yeah, I, I would I would love to see it down there. Um, it would, it would uh, obviously get New South Wales uh, a chance to have their, their best team on the park and, and maybe water down the Queensland team a little bit just to make it a little bit more fair. I think if you have their state champs uh, on the same weekend, and then and then obviously have the the state of origin uh, a day or two later, you you don't really give them a chance to to train with their squad or anything unless they you know they play the Friday, have a have a squad training Saturday, play the Sunday. But even that is uh, is pretty congested. But yeah, if if there's a way around it, if there's a way to get. Queensland down there to take on New South Wales. I'm all for it. I think probably the best shout, and uh, I'll throw it to you, go Friday night, play the Origin, and then Saturday they play New South Wales State Champs. Pick the New South Wales side beforehand. You've got Eddie down there. You've got a few uh, good heads down there that they could probably pick their New South Wales side before the Champs. And then Queensland come down, they play Friday, they've got a weekend off. Maybe you've got some of the, the top guys in Queensland who are going to help out with running the tournament there at State Champs, come in coaching or help out with that weekend there. What do you reckon with that? 
I think that sort of uh, negates the reason to have a, a state champs down there. The, the sort of the idea around having a state champs is, you know, you're trying to find your best team from the region. So I would probably do it the other way around. If, if you were doing it in one weekend, do the Friday state champs uh, and then the state of origin on the Sunday or Saturday. Yeah. Either way, there's going to be positives and negatives. There's... Yeah, if the way you're suggesting, the only thing I'm worried about is people getting injured and uh, some of their top players, if they're coming in off a few tournaments. If it's a one-day tournament, there's not too many teams, shouldn't be an issue. Uh, and the other way, as you, you said there, if it's Friday night, there's negatives there as well. You might not be picking the best side. Can you pick a side from a one-day tournament, get them organised to play the next day if they know, don't know they're going to play? So say if they're playing Saturday or they're playing the next day, you're picking them that day and going, hey, stick around for tomorrow. Or that night might at be least they'd be warmed up. Um, <laughs> may, maybe they uh, being being pretty little at the moment. The old Sydney comps. Maybe they don't even need a state champs at this stage. Maybe they their big thing uh, is is the New South Wales Queensland. So they just pick the best players from around the local comps, and instead of having having a state champs, they just do the the Origin. Yeah, maybe. Or you get back to something like that city country for New South Wales. Do you pick your possibles versus probables, your north versus west or north versus south in Sydney? Pick those two sides in Sydney. They come and play each other and then they know if they're playing each other on, say, Friday, the next day they're going to pick the best side to take on Queensland on the Saturday. And Queensland is obviously there. That, now the- that, <laughs> that's probably the best idea you had. <laughs> How many weeks is it? We're nine weeks in. Benny's agreeing with you me. You finally got a good idea. Well done, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's number four. Queensland, Queen Sweep. Clean sleep. Sweep. Sleep. Keep saying it. Anyway, we'll move on. Number three. This was in the World Cup. Now, no one saw this coming. The UK mixed side beat Australia after narrowly beating New Zealand in extra time. There was a girl try with a minute to go to even it up. Now, Benny, I'll let you go into a bit more detail here, but the UK mix side took out the World Cup. Mate, yeah. So everyone was back in an Australian-New Zealand game. Uh, you know, at, at all all World Cup championships, you, you know, you normally expect um, your top two teams, New Zealand-Australia, uh, to go through. But uh, UK, the dark horse, came out of nowhere. They were two down just before full-time in the semifinal. Got a girl try, uh, squared it up, went to extra time, ended up beating New Zealand. And uh, yeah, then we obviously watched them uh, beat Australia pretty easily in the grand, in the grand final. I don't know if Australia came in pretty uh, uh, confident and, and didn't try hard enough, but yeah, they ran away with the old UK. Yeah, very strong the UK. Again, our man uh, King of the North. He's uh, he's really influential there with getting a, a huge contingent of UK sides there. And uh, I think Australia there's. Australia just couldn't do anything there. You can log into, well, have a look on Facebook Live there. This one's all on film. I think UK just played, you know, probably their best game they could ever play. They've pulled it out. They're probably not going to beat Australia, uh, you know, 10 times out of 10 or even two times out of 10. They've pulled their their best game out. UK has really done and dusted Australia, which, I mean, the Australian side should be untouched if you really think about it. Ben, is this something you think we'll see again in our World Cup? Well, I hope so, yeah. Well, we saw P&G go all the way to the grand final in the first year of the World Cup. Um, And then, you know, teams like UK, we had a rest of the world team. Uh, I think they won the grand final at at the last World Champs as well. So, I mean, it's awesome to see. I I think you might need to look at uh, some of the Australian selectors, though. But if they're they're choosing teams that that are getting knocked off by teams like UK and, and West of the World, what's happening there? Yeah, we're having a look here trying to get our origin sides picked correctly. There's no excuses for the Australian side. You've got to watch, I mean, three games 
and they're on the live stream if you're not there you got plenty of time the Australian selectors get it right you guys should be getting I mean no one should be getting touched there for the Australian size but we do love seeing it we love seeing an underdog story good work UK you've made it to number three of the top moments for TRL in 2019 we move to number two we're getting to the pointy end here and this one hits very close to home here Benny the sunny coast women's upsetting the apple cart to take your quote from before winning the state champs yeah this was a really special one for the sunny coast um the uh the women's who probably were paying over 20 dollars to win this competition if, if you were taking bets on it they i think they had seven or eight players in total they, they had a lot of injuries a few people couldn't make the, the last day but yeah the, the girls they they dug deep they finished fourth they ended up knocking off uh, the top dogs mancravat magpies which is emma kirky and, and and those girls no one gave them any chance there they end up winning that one with a dogger try our, our favorite move right at half time somehow pulled it off for anyone listening there the dogger try is the little one that's come into well come into play since last year a little kick try there when you're running up take a run up and you land in the end goal little uh, benny maddox special there but uh keep going mate sorry to interrupt <laughs> no worries mate um yeah so dogger tried to uh basically win that one get that game because it's very tight i think it might have been like two one in the end or, or something like that and then went into the grand final still were probably underdogs even though they just knocked off the top dogs uh and yeah end up beating the samurais south brizzy in the in the grand final so and and that was the same comp that the the men's won it straight after them so the sunny coast doubled up and went uh men's and women's in in the one comp i think maybe the first time to happen as well yeah i remember myself uh well good luck charm i think i was saying to pat myself on the back being the sideline commentary there that uh the sunny coast got up in the men's and women's i was talking to shelby afterwards i think the sound cut out uh so we had to record it again but i I said shelby go and thank all your players here just let me know who your players are and uh she looked at me with uh, eyes going i don't know the name of some of these players here and she freaked out i think the sound so you might not get it on the live stream but it was that kind of moment there they were down to eight there was a few injuries and uh they just pulled together a team very luckily i think in the end there was there any further background there because she didn't seem to know some of the players and they've as you said, twenty to one, real outsiders, and they've somehow won it. It was a it was a real shock to to Shelby. But Benny, any further background there on how she got that women's team together? Uh, no, no, it was just all, all the local girls. Um, a lot of them it was their first uh, state champs, um, and they they would have had maybe two or three trainings. They were all pretty keen for it. Uh, just just a lot of them hadn't played a lot of TRL. Um, Shelby's just very forgetful if, if she forgets names, a bit like myself. Uh, but no, it was uh, a, a fairly new team, and and they did unbelievable to to take that one out yeah well very well done there too our number two moment and just because it was so unexpected the sunny coast women's winning the state champs there is our number two moment and this one here we are right at the pointy end this is our top moment for trl in 2019 i don't think you're going to find anyone arguing with this top moment and the good thing is we've got so much footage of this moment we've got photos we've got footage beanley winning the oz champs in extra time now benny let us know Oh, run us through. You were commentating, I believe, there yeah. up in the box. Run us through these last couple of minutes here. Beanley, men's taking on the South Brisbane side there. What happened in the last few minutes here? Why is this our top moment? Yeah, well, it's it was pretty easy pick this one. I think probably had four or five people say it on the uh, Facebook post. Um, and, yeah, you're right. No one's going to uh, say anything against having these guys as, as the first um the top top one for our top ten, uh, mate. Coming back from four down in in a grand final in the second half, four down, coming back six all in, in the end and going to extra time, winning by one. This was pretty special. This was uh, this was a massive game in 
like no, normally if you if you're down by four in the second half, you sort of pack it up and you you sort of know you've you've lost it and you just start, maybe you start throwing a few kick tries in and things like that just to have a stab in the dark. But these guys stayed stayed composed. Uh, they did everything right. The whole everything went their way in the second half, and uh, yeah, massive win by Beanley. Our man Deshaun uh, Lippy Bray. He was uh, massive in this. I've, I've watched this game probably two or three times, and every time I watch it, he, he just does more and more. I think he, every, almost every try is in, every he's scoring it or he's setting it up or he's you know, building up to the try line for them. But uh, yeah, this, this was easily number one for 2019 and, and maybe an all-time number one. I think so, for sure. For, for sure, moment when Deshaun goes over and uh, some people dive to the try line just to make it look good. This was actually, I'm sure he was trying to make it look good as well, but he absolutely had to because you see a photo there of people trying to touch him and I, I didn't know how close it was when we got that uh, from the dead ball line. You could see a couple of people coming across uh, and I think there was a bit of controversy there where we thought they might have got close to touching him. That photo really proves that it doesn't. He's moved his body in a way that just made him untouchable. Uh, the lead-up play, I mean, Kanui took it to the line and threw a, a massive cutout pass. Someone's gone for a half intercept. He's pulled them out of the line, and Deshaun's got a whole lot to do to put that over. He does a flip try, puts it over his head, misses two touches, and then wins the Oz champs in extra time in OT. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, and Deshaun, he's the man for the moment. And, uh, I mean, even sitting there watching it live, it was one of those moments you go... Geez, that's something special. So I think all-time TRL moment for now. I can't think of anything that tops that in uh, in history. Benny? No, not one specific moment. No, that, that was that was massive. And uh, it's funny how it happens because Nate, Nate Wood is the guy going for that intercept. And if he's, you know, two centimeters to the right, he takes that and he runs into the field. No one catches him and South Brizzy win it. Um, and we probably would have talked about that being the number one moment of all time. So it's funny how TRL goes. Um, commentating the game I said try easily try and everyone was blown up saying no nah, no nah, he was touched and I'm glad someone sent him that, that picture because it easily shows that he was, he was down and even that winger trying to claim that he that he made the touch not not a chance mate that was pulled down yeah and good to see thank god we're starting to get that much footage on the game we're getting photos in there and uh, cometh the moment cometh the man Deshaun you're number one Bean Lee number one you've made it for 2019 who's going to take him down this time I think the confidence they take out of that being 4-0 down Bean Lee's got to come in hot favourites oh, as yeah. the next uh, Oz, sorry state champs coming up in April I'll get it right this time playing at home too yeah, yeah, home ground advantage <laughs> always helps. But so uh, yeah, it depends what team they put together. If if that team stays together, hundred percent they'll be the favourites. They've got too many guns there to uh, to look past. But you've still got South Brizzy who have massive guns. Uh, you know, Sunny Coast hopefully will have a have a few uh, good players there as well. So um, yeah, who knows? Very very open there. Well, that's our top ten moments for TRL of two thousand and nineteen. And thanks for everyone for sending your moments in. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have a huge 2020 and we can't wait to recap those moments as well. But uh, we're going to have a video coming up as well, Benny, for our top five moments. Yeah, I'll, I'll flick that one out as soon as I get it done. It takes a little bit of time. I was pretty proud of the first one, so uh, I'll, I'll put a bit of time into this one and, and make it look nice and uh, shiny for you. We're going big time. Tell your friends, Tango, Tango Romeo Lima, we're going big time. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for our Facebook page. Our next topic... This is something we need in the game. Some of you may have heard of it before. It's an Instagram page called the TRL Video Referee. And uh, 
it's one there that you'll see the Instagram stories, the Instagram pages. It's always going of, did he score? Did he not score? Did she score? Did she not score? It's someone we need to send it in to a, a governing body of everything that is, uh, well, I guess a video referee. Got to go to the box. Got to go to the bunker. Every time this is, you know, at every ground. If we can send it into this Instagram page and make sure that we can get these decisions right... We just want to let everyone know that it's there. TRL video referee. Benny, do you know anything about these guys or I, girls? I don't know who runs it. Uh, I think it's an awesome idea. Uh, so they, it, it popped up on mine because we popped up uh, a video on uh, the Morton Bay Instagram page saying, is this a try or not? They commented, yep, definitely a try. They've slowed it down. They gave us screenshots and everything. So they take it pretty seriously. And uh, obviously it won't help in the game. You can't go, hey, Tiro referee, uh, old video referee. Can you tell our ref is a try or not? But um, it is it is a cool concept. I like it. Uh, so any franchises listening out, any venue managers, uh, if you tag, I think it's hashtag Tiro video referee. They'll tell you if it's a try or not, and you can share that if you like. Um, but yeah, pretty cool concepts. I hope they stick around and keep going. Maybe if you if you know who does it, send us send us their name. We'll we'll give them a shout. Yeah, I have it. I don't know, I have a sneaky suspicion there. We're going to try and track down the people behind this TRL video referee because we want to pump it up. We want to make it the, uh, the the bunker of TRL. We want people to flood these guys. TRL video referee Instagram page. I'm going to th- I reckon sneaky suspicion it's somewhere around West Brisbane, Southwest Brisbane. I was looking at some of... Uh, they haven't got too many followers at the moment there. They don't put any posts up as well. I was trying to have a look with the followers there. So obviously responding to people. I'd love to see... Video referee, Tierra video referee, my message to you, anyone you're responding to now, put it up as post so I can look at all your previous reviews there. I couldn't see anything you'd done in the past unless I see stories. So look, here's the official pump up. Tierra video referee, we're going to do our best to try and find whoever runs this. We're going to pump you up and we want everything being sent in to these guys or girls. Happy with that? Yeah. Let's do it. Get around it. <laughs> All right. They're the official or unofficial. They're the official Tango Romeo Lima video referee, unofficial TRL referee uh, here. So that's the official pump up. We're going to visit these guys next week, next year. And, mate, there's another there's another page that I really like, and I don't think it's around anymore. Uh, they may have stopped it. I'm not sure they've got the cease and desist order. But uh, the TRL Memes Facebook page, I, I stumbled across this uh, a couple of months ago, actually, and... Uh, some of the some of the content that, that these guys have put up is just hilarious. It's all relatable. It's all about you know if, if wet weather or you know not passing the girls and things like that. I uh, I had a good laugh. I scrolled through every single meme and I loved it. I don't know who does it. I don't know if you know who does it, but um, I hope they get back into it and I hope this little plug you know reignites their uh, their passion. So um, mate, yeah. Maybe someone else can uh, text us in to say who who did this one or who ran it and um, someone can continue. Yeah, we're over to Facebook again here and uh, the TRL Memes Facebook page, this is one I do have a little bit of inside info on. One time I was running uh, our competitions there at Kedron. Uh, Might have been a a Tuesday night, I believe, a mixed side and uh, some of the guys started just yelling out for some reason. I was running the night there as a venue manager and they go, this is the TRL memes guy. And he goes, You're not no, no, name not. Him, are you? no I, I didn't know his name. And uh, I was sort of just seen it before and we're all sort of behind it there at, when I was back in, in TRL head office. I think the only stuff they didn't like, you know, you don't want to see the not passing to girls stuff there and uh, a few other stuff. I don't think there's t- nothing too bad on there, but there's about 30 to 50 comments there that we see on the uh, 
I scrolled back through and just the amount of involvement they're getting there. They were growing. He's left on top. Uh, it is a bloke. It is someone in North Brisbane. I don't know his name. I know they've got a few mates there who are playing in a comp there, but get it going again. The TRL Memes Facebook page, we need it. We need it in, uh, in TRL. So this is, we're going to try and tag the Facebook page when we put the podcast out. We'll get them back involved. Anything you've got for these guys. Their, uh, their content is always good. They're the guys are ready to go. I hope he's still playing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what season this is, maybe. Maybe it's got to be the Tango Romeo Lima. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> memes page. If you want to change yeah. your name to Tango Romeo We're Lima memes page. Yep, we'll, we'll back you all the way. Uh, if anyone has any TRL memes that they, they want to make up, send it either to us and we'll send it to them or send it straight to uh, TRL memes. Let's uh, let's get this going again because I, I want some more laughter. It's, it's hilarious, that page. Yeah. So the TRL Video Referee Instagram page, if you're on Instagram, TRL Video Referee and TRL Memes on Facebook. TRL Memes Facebook page. We want to get both these pages going again because they're both great. They're yeah, well, Video Referee is still going, I think. Is it? I think so. Well, it was only a couple of weeks ago that they, they gave us some uh, inside info that it was a try. So good. I think they're still going. Okay. You, we just got to get people to tag and get them, get them big. All right. Well, that'd be good. Say if they went back and they gave you guys a result, hard for me to track for the stories there if they put that up as one of their posts. Anytime they answer someone, I don't know if they might be getting flooded to uh, put these all up as posts. Any decision they make, because I can look through the backlog there just to make sure all those decisions are right. And I wouldn't, I'd always back the bunker. So the TRL video referee, awesome. We'll get them both going. Now, last one here. Well, not last one, but uh, one of our biggest regions here, East Brisbane in focus this week. Yeah. Um, obviously, juggernauts. Um, obviously, a massive region. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of information on these guys. Uh, they've been around forever. They might. I don't even know if they're. Are they the originals? Where, where did TRL start? Did it start in East Brizzy or? I think it started in uh, in Saint Lucia. There at the uni is where he started it. Which is and where? It's just north of the river there. So uh, you try and look at the map there. Jump into head office and get them to draw up that map of how they split north, south, east, and west. But uh, that's where it started, and then north was the first zone. I'm sure when we get Tommy on as a guest here, the godfather, he's going to correct me, but uh, north, the first zone, then east, the next zone. Obviously, both head office uh, run zones there. I'm sure plenty of people have tried to take it off his hands there. But East Brisbane, one of the best cultures you probably see there. There's so many teams, so many competitions that have run for years and years. Um, I don't know when the split happened. Again, this one we need the godfather on. Have you got yeah. the Godfather's number? Oh, what are you, you just texted me, actually. Uh, We're going to get him on as a guest yeah, one no, time. It'd be crazy to, to hand this one away. Um, there's, there's obviously, like you said, there's a, a big core of uh, just TRL tragics that just love the game, do anything for it. They'll organise whatever they, they need to. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the comp there. At East Brizzy, uh, Mount Cravat, uh, from what I can gather, is their, their only competition. that They play four nights a week. At Mount Cravat, is that right? Yeah, so that'd be their their uh, well their top venue that they're they're running most of the competitions at. They do run Carina outside of the rugby league comps there when East aren't playing there at Carina. There has been Belimba in the past there as well when they need some extra grounds when Mount Cravat are running some showground stuff there. But uh, Mount Cravat is certainly uh, their their biggest venue and uh, 
since I've been there, four nights. It wasn't four nights, it was three nights when I was there. So obviously they've grown in, in teams there. It looks like they've had a record-breaking season. Yeah, well, they're going to continue to grow this this region. Uh, yeah, over over 100 teams uh, across those four nights, which is massive uh, for them. Record-breaking season, like you said, uh, for the spring season. The Monday, Wednesday were uh, completely sold out. So you couldn't get any more spots there if you tried. Tuesday was almost at capacity as well. Their little claim to fame here, they, they've said that they're the largest amount, they've got the largest amount of teams in a region uh, that's south of the Brisbane River. So anywhere from Brisbane River all the way down to Tasmania, we'll say, they've got the most teams uh, in any region. So well done, East Brizzy. I think they might only be topped by North Brizzy. I think that might be the only one that's bigger. Yeah, it'd have to be, it'd have to be North and uh, then East Brisbane. And uh, yeah, very, very uh, well-worded sentence there, I think. Largest amount of teams in the region south of the Brisbane River. So uh, I don't know. So what, what what regions does that cover? That's obviously Melbourne. We'll work our way out. Melbourne, yeah. <laughs> uh, Canberra, Sydney. Sydney. Sydney yeah. split into wherever Sydney's going to be and split south. into. south. Is there anyone else? South, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Beanley. Yeah, Beanley, yeah. Well, uh, I think Beanley comes under the Gold Coast, but yeah. But they run together now, Beanley and Gold Coast. I think so. But the same people now. I think it's the same people, yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, again, it's uh, it's always that Brisbane rivalry. I think when I see that region south of the Brisbane River, you've got south and east so close to each other. Uh, a lot of teams, again, west on the other side. But uh, east, obviously having a, a really good season this year, that does go topsy-turvy. Some players want to play in different competitions. So at the moment, they're all swinging towards east and, uh, and good on them. There's a, a whole lot of competitions that are being played. We've got uh, men's mixed and looks like we've got some women's teams playing the mixed teams. Yeah, well, there's women's teams. Uh, there's not a women's comp. Uh, they, they opted to go and play in the mixed competition instead. Um, instead of having a 14, they've got four women's teams. Instead of having a 14 women's comp, they all play in the mixed competitions and uh, and they apparently tear it up. They're, they're very good. Uh, they give it to the blokes there, so well done. Um, they've got a few sponsors that they want to shout out. They've got Grilled um, at Garden City and also Grilled at Belimba. Uh, so uh, they're, they're awesome sponsors. Grilled sponsor a lot of TRL um Franchises, they sponsor our Sunny Coast one. Um, they, I'm, I'm sure they sponsor a heap of others. So they're they're awesome, um, and and they're valuable prizes. Like a grilled voucher is worth probably sixteen or seventeen bucks if you get the good um, the premium burgers. So they're they're awesome. So can't go past that. Um, Mate, they, they love their social side uh, down at East Brizzy. They've got so many comps. They've got a very good competitive uh, competition as well as social. So it's it's open to anybody of all abilities. Uh, if, if you've only just started playing sport, you can go down and find a team that's, that's suited to you. They, they love their, their barbecues. They always giving out prizes. They give out lollies and things like that. Uh, you know their venue managers, crews, uh, Mason and Jesse, always always there with prizes to give away. Just that, just building that real social scene that you don't see at a lot of other sports, which is awesome um, and a, a thing that uh, a lot of other regions can learn from. And their their big thing is their their end of season parties. I think they have one every every season. So that's that's four times a year they have an end of season party at the Empire Hotel, and uh, and they're always. Always packed. I think even our best and fairest man, Ollie Lane, went down to the last one. He loved it. Yeah. He loves the East Brizzy guys. Yeah, so they, they normally go out. They go north, east, and west now. They pack into the Empire Hotel. And uh, I can tell you from experience that uh, East Brisbane are the ones that pack it in. Uh, it's pretty much, well, at least, say, two-thirds 
East Brisbane. They've got girls and guys. I'd hate to draw a graph between these. If we were pointing up who's kissed who, who's hooked up with who, you talk about social scene, you'll, uh, you'll get more than social scenes. You'll get friends with benefits. You'll get whatever you like there in East Brisbane. So go down there for a good time. East Brisbane, they won't miss you. You're trying to bring back Love Island, are you? <laughs> I reckon we could do a whole episode here on East Brisbane. Who's kissed who? Who's sleeping with who? I mean, are Brownie and Kirky still on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say Have we so. left that? Have we left that one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they seem like the perfect couples. So I'm going to say uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, no, I just think there's a whole lot of uh, there's a whole lot of fun stuff after dark under the covers going on in East Brisbane. Good so on them. Outside of, outside of East Brisbane, good luck for that. Uh, well, after the rep one there at Bean Lee, that end of season was it after the on the field they're going to have the party. Feel like rabbits. <laughs> They're going to be multiplying. No wonder they've got over 100 teams. Record breaking. They're looking to the future. Yeah. Future plans. Speaking of future plans, they're looking at Cannon Hill as a competition for a very... Well, I mean, there's a whole lot of people there. I think they might be playing that at the... Uh, well, near the shopping centre there. I'm trying to think of the ground. Huge park there for Cannon Hill. Uh, Belimba, I think, was taking some of those ones in there. They're pretty close to the uh, to the inner city region there for Cannon Hill. Cannon Hill, Mount Cravat's a little bit out. But uh, Emma Kirkie's saying you've got to give the people what they want in a city footy in East Brisbane looks like Cannon Hill is going to be on the cards next year and a shout out to a few of East Brisbane's most loyal teams one that I know very well is No Gary No and uh, these guys haven't missed a season in over 27 years we've got Brendan 27 Blight. years? 27 seasons sorry mate thanks for the correction there oh wow <laughs> thanks I would have heard that tomorrow 27 seasons they're just about 27 years these guys have been playing um, I think they're in West, North. They're in regions before they were even regions. You've got Brendan Blythe, who's uh, who's the copper there. He's been refereeing and playing for that long. They used to clean up this men's division. They still are cleaning up the uh, the Div 1 men's competition there. I think now people are... The younger grades are starting to come through. The West Brisbane teams, uh, some of the South guys are coming across because they want to knock off No Gary No. But uh, well done. No Gary No. Still, uh, still playing in Div 1 after 27 seasons. The other three sides here, I don't know much about, but with Cheese, Miami Vice, Captain Planet, all played over 24 seasons. I'm pretty sure Miami Vice is Davey Brown, King of the East. Actually, yeah. I'm sure I've seen him in a Miami Vice shirt. They, they look pretty sweet. Uh, the old, um, you know, the, the highlight of pink and the and the green on there. So, yeah, they're, uh, they'll be a very good uh, team, hard to beat. And yeah, Captain Planet. That sounds like a pretty cool team name. <laughs> and uh, I think we'll quickly cover our mixed team of East Brisbane for 2019, or the mixed dream team coming out of East Brisbane. So, uh, look, we'll start it off. We've got to have the king of the East, David Brown. He's Captain in, coach. Captain coach. He's in there. And uh, to cover some of the girls here, Hayley Ketting. This was uh, Emma Kirkie's better half there. Well, and went to Bali when there's a love triangle going on there. So is it still going on? Who knows? <laughs> well, it looks like we've got to we've got to put Emma Kirky, put Haley Ketting, and David Brown into the mixed dream team there. Benny, who else have we got in the mixed dream team? Uh, mate, in the mixed dream team, we've got Ray Barker, a very smart player. She is a very good attacking player. Um, a lot of the attack comes around her. She's calling the shots. Ball goes to her uh, when she needs it. And obviously, our immortal contestant, Kayla Maimai. Um, no no need uh, to speak further about her. We've spoken about her heaps in the Immortal Battle. Uh, very good player. She's not, not her sister that the Bruffy thought she was. Uh, the other Mai Mai uh, sister. Kayla is, uh, is the TRL guru. 
And uh, mate, we've also got uh, some a few blokes there. We've got uh, Joel Downey, who's uh, he's the young gun in the team, and one of the legends who of of TRL, uh, Francis Otto. He uh, he actually beat me in the I think the first ever TRL men's fastest race back in oh maybe 2016 it was our first ever state champs uh i did however break my finger the night before playing rugby league so i think if i if i went back uh, he only beat me by a whisker i think if i went back with a with a good finger i would have got him that day any excuse any excuse <laughs> sunny coast lost the tournament by the way this year <laughs> did you break your finger that time oh i'm sure i broke something <laughs> And it uh, looks like we've got every referee's best friend in there, Aaron Booth. He's in the mixed dream team. We've got Brady Zietz, super speed and top-notch top banter. And uh, I think uh, Fitty Ono was the last one there. She's one of the best females going around. It's about nine players. Yeah. How big is this? No wonder they're winning competitions. <laughs> got too many on the field and a couple of bench players. Uh, so there's the East Brisbane mixed dream team there. And... Uh, Look, they've got the trials coming up for their state champs. Again, they're uh, they're looking to... This is probably another one. We're talking about waking up the sleeping giant there of North. East is one that probably aren't hitting the kind of uh, results they want. They're hitting semifinals each season there at state champs and uh, national champs, and that's just not good enough for them for where they want to be and the amount of footy that they are playing each week. So, uh, yeah... Um, Looks like well, they're, they're quietly confident. Their women's team has obviously been the benchmark of that women's TRL comp. Uh, they obviously got beaten by the, the Sunny Coast uh, in an upset in that semi-final, but every other year they've they've been the top dogs. Uh, they they pretty much go through every competition undefeated. So and and they'll probably be the favourites coming into this next competition as well. So uh, they've also got a really good uh, men's team as well. So. Don't uh, don't back these guys out to take out two or three competitions at the next state champs. Yeah, I think that's a fair shout. Spot on. They're, I think they always come in as the top dog for the women's. Uh, and I think they won national champs. Not to throw myself yeah. under the boat. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did get up in this one. They seem to shoot themselves in the foot somehow each tournament because they've got the superstars playing. But uh, East Brisbane, thanks for all that info there. I will say, though, Sunny Coast didn't have a women's team in the Oz champs. Just, just leave that one there. <laughs> Looks like a rivalry match coming up in the state champs. We've, uh, we've got the two unbeatables there. They're going to come back. That dogger try actually got them through, as you were mentioning earlier there, in the semi-final that yep. Shelby got over. Yep. East Brisbane probably still not happy with that one. No, definitely not. <laughs> All right, that one wraps up East Brisbane in focus. Now, one we want to go at the end of every episode now is we want to make sure you can ask questions you want to ask us each week. We want to answer everything you've got for us. Now, uh, Tango Romeo Lima is our name for the podcast. So if it's something Touch Rugby League related, we want you to say Ask Tango or hashtag Ask Tango. I know we don't have Instagram, but uh, send us a message on Facebook. We'll get something sorted soon. But if you want to Ask Tango, that's Touch Rugby League related. If you want to Ask Romeo, that's if you want some relationship advice. And uh, if you're going to ask Lima, that's anything else you want to ask. Well, mate, we, we did put... Uh, well, we're, we're taking credit for our uh, our cat, cat topping and, uh, and what's his name? Roddy? Roddy, Roddy Rod. Roddy? Yeah, so we're, we're taking credit for that relationship. So, mate, if you, if you need to uh, ask any advice, you want to give a shout-out to a girl or a bloke, chuck it in. It's not Terra Love Island. We're not, we're not going under that banner anymore. We've got Ask no Romeo. We're not bringing that... No more for this year. For Terra Love Island. So it could come back and say, <laughs> we'll run it yeah, by management. That's what the people want. If you, if you want uh, love advice, ask Romeo. If you want to talk about TRL, ask Tango. And we got some Ask Tangos this week. We do. So... Uh, 
Jaden White, uh, I believe he's a man from Moreton Bay. Uh, now, he's come in, and I think this was, we're overwhelmed with support. I didn't hear it directly. This is the only message I actually saw. Overwhelmed with support for my city country idea there, which was, uh, well, Brisbane City versus Queensland country. And this one here was to help us select our Queensland sides, make it a bit more prestigious, not miss any of those young fellas or young girls who are in those underperforming sides who just have no chance to get in and uh, you're picking the same people week in, week out or you're in a a very, very good side or a good region that do well and you might get in. Uh, Now, he's given us an order of events. So not only is he behind the idea, but he's given us an order of events of how it might work. Benny, I know you're really behind this city-country idea. So do you want to uh, let me know what young Jaden White has let us know? Well, what he sent in anyway, what a proposal for his idea was. Well, I think you found the only person in Australia that's going to back up your silly city-country uh, statement. Um, Jaden White, yeah, uh, a little young gun from uh, Moreton Bay. He's uh, he's probably one of the guys that does get overlooked uh, playing for a team like Moreton Bay. They're not normally in the Premier League in the Cup division. Probably could, uh, could play his way into a... Uh, Queensland or New South Wales jersey, depending on where he's from. I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, mate, he's, he's texted us in saying, yeah, he's, he's all for the city country. And here's his order of events. He thinks uh, state champs straight up, uh, as we have it at the moment. Then he wants the city country. Um at Queensland and New South Wales, another standalone comp to finalise your your state of origin teams. Then he wants a state of origin competition, standalone. We spoke about before, maybe having it in New South Wales just to, to even it up. You know, we, we all brag about that Queensland are, are smashing every, every state of origin, but maybe it's because we hold it up here instead of down there. Um, so... After the state of origin, you have your world champs over in October, and from the world champ, uh, sorry, from the Oz champs, you pick your world champs teams. Um, so that's he wants five standalone competitions. Uh, it's a good, good uh, thought, mate. But uh, from a maybe business perspective, having five state uh, five events in a year, it's it's pretty hard to do. Uh, a lot of organisation goes into these events. Um, I think having three is is too many in one year. So uh, that's probably why World World Cups probably going to go to two every second year. But uh, it's it's a good good idea. But yeah, I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think anyone's putting their hand up to run each of these five events. What do you reckon, Mitch? I I think he's a, a fantastic young man. Obviously, Jaden White, he's got a lot going for him. He's uh, he's well behind the city country there. So I want to give a shout out to Jaden White, our regular listener. Might be our one and only regular listener there. But uh, I do appreciate you coming behind it because you're spot on. Now, I think you're on the right track. We've just got to tinker with it slightly. So you still keep... Mitch goes on for a five-minute rant here, confusing not only himself, but anyone else listening. So we're going to skip straight to the end. All good? If I confuse you already? A little bit. I tuned out. <laughs> so ready? I'll throw this to you. State champs, Queensland. States. Here he goes again. New South Wales, state of champs. New South Wales, state of champs. New South Wales, next year. That's two wins. State of champs, New South Wales, plus they've already done there. State of Queensland, all champs. Here, same as Booker. All right. This is confusing. This is as confusing as our East Brisbane. Who slept with who? I'm trying to keep track. We've lost the whole audience, and they probably won't tune in this last bit. We've got one little bit to go, though. We're gonna we're gonna go past that. Is that ten minutes? That's on way that? too long. On uh, the first Ask Tango, we're gonna breeze over this one from. Is semi- anyone here? Yeah, from Semi Borgia. He he had one a couple of weeks ago. Actually, he's not happy with that. Uh, he actually had a few. We're gonna pick one. 
He's not happy with grading. Um, he thinks that the grading night is uh, is obs- it should be obsolete. It doesn't doesn't do anything. You know, you have one grading. Can you choose which team goes where from one grading? Do we need to have two or three, or do we have no gradings? He's he's upset because teams move mid season. Team Pedro down yeah. there in North Brisbane. Is that who he plays for? Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> He's, he's upset that he's uh, he's playing teams and then they're dropping out of the competition or other teams getting to play these easier teams and they drop out and they're getting all these bonus points and he's not because he got the, the rough end of the stick. And his other, other thing was, should it be a longer competition? Now, here's where I'll, I'll crap all over this. Um, sorry, Sammy. <laughs> I think it's perfect as we have it. Uh, if you have a longer season, I'll start with that one. A longer season, we, we're already pushing to get four seasons in one year. It's, it's already almost undoable with all the rained out with all the origins the public holidays really pushing to get four seasons in a, in a one year so making it longer is pretty much out of the question moving teams mid-season this only happens you're whoever's running the competitions they're only doing things like this to make the competition as good as it can be if you leave a team that really shouldn't be in a grade if, if they're up there in a grade getting smacked by 15 20 points every night they're you're not gonna they're not gonna play next season. You're gonna lose them. You're gonna make your competition worse. Um, so the venue managers or whoever's running these competitions uh, are speaking from experience. They're only moving teams. They, they only do it as a last resort. If you have to move a team after grading or after week one, it's only to make the competition better. If you don't get to play the easy team when you you know before they drop out, boohoo. Doesn't matter. Everyone you know everyone's in the same boat. If it could have been you that played the easy team and not, not another one. So don't worry about that. They're not doing it to just to upset you. And having zero weeks of grading or two or three weeks, one week is, is perfect. It's a, It gives you a chance to, to have a look at the teams that maybe are new to the competition. You put them against... Say, say you have a new team coming to the competition, you're not sure how they're going to go. You put them against a team that you know what division they're going to be in. You might put them against a B grade or a definite C grade team and then you work it out from there. It also gives your team a chance to to make their team. So sometimes the first week, you know, you, you won't get enough players or you're still building your team. And so it gives gives everyone a chance to build their team before they go into week one uh, the following week. So, mate, if it was up to me, leave it as one grading week, nine weeks for the rest of the season. Yeah, well said. Well said. Very conclusive too. So it's, uh, I mean, nothing's perfect. You can't. You can't win every battle, but as you said, you need four four seasons a year. And you may move teams two or three weeks in and you might not get the, the run of the green. But look, if you get, like I said, if there's, you know, maybe eight or nine teams you're saying before the podcast, you might not get the easier team or the harder team. You might have a buy, not a buy. It's, uh, it's one that you can't win. So... Very conclusive there. Uh, it's almost it can't be moved. There's no better option. The grass is always greener, and there's no green grass on the other side of the bridge. So it's not always Sammy fair. <laughs> yeah, life isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except for rep time. Those rep tournaments. If this was happening, actually, geez, I don't know. Open a can here. I don't even know if I'm. Are you playing each side? New can of worms when you go rep tournaments. It has to be a level playing field. We're playing. We're talking about social here. If you if you get a hard team. Don't cry about it. Just play them. If you're not good enough to beat them, then who cares? Yeah. That might be a can we open next week that uh, if, you're, if you've got a big division in a World Cup or a state champs, it's normally they wouldn't do that. You'd play every team once. Oh, it happens where some teams don't get a buy. It happened to Sunny Coast a couple of seasons ago. Um, but 
you know they do their best you got to work with what you've got so you know if you if you come out on the on the rough end of the stick especially at social level suck it up just play a game you're, you're there for fun you're not there for sheep station so um, Sammy, suck it up, mate. <laughs> How good's TRL? There you go. Well, that is us for this week. We've blown right over. See how Benny's editing goes. We're up around... Uh, almost geez, an hour. Almost an hour. Benny's going to edit this one down. We'll we'll see. Maybe we put a longer one out. If no one listens, then we go, cheese. we've got to be right around 30 minutes. So, obviously, I've, I've <laughs> really talked too much about City Country. You yabber, mate. <laughs> city <just> Country. <laughs> well, good. Episode 9. Benny's going to give out some free gear next week. We can't wait. Episode so 10, uh, he's got Aussie gear, Queensland gear, Darren Lockyer signed stuff. Jeez, I can't wait. I'm going to yeah, comment with first. With a sign. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll get you sign some stuff. Yeah. I'll sign the first ever Tango Romeo Lima shirt. Once we get it ordered in, I was lying last week. We don't have any gear. I can't wait for it to come in. <laughs> See you later. See you, mate. Boy. 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 <laughs>